Welcome to Cause High Viz. My name is Celeste Korovos, Senior Associate in Cause's Construction Practice. Recently, we've been lucky enough to host Xiao Yanjin, or Mindy, at Cause as part of an eight-week training program on Australian law. Mindy is a partner at Jiangsu Baijin Law Firm in Changzhou, a key business city in China, with a population similar to Melbourne. Mindy specialises in construction dispute resolution, corporate governance and employment law. She has a background as an oil analyst at McGraw-Hills Group and as an accountant at China Merchants Bank in Guangzhou. Now, domestically, we have experienced Chinese investment in our Australian construction projects due to the stability and attractiveness of our economy and construction pipeline. But let's hear from Mindy about the broader regional opportunities for the construction industry to do business with China. Mindy, China's construction industry has experienced very strong growth domestically and is recognised for impressive international achievements. What policy initiatives do you think have contributed to this? Well, I think it is a really good question. Um, if you want to know China's great development in construction industry, you always need to have some ideas about China's uh, important policies like the uh, bringing and going out policy and especially the Belt and the Road initiative. This initiative is huge. Nowadays, in China, if you do not know this concept, I guess you are totally out. <laughs> yeah, everybody is talking about it because it is tremendously publicized by, the, uh, by all media. Uh, so if you are interested, I guess you can uh, just uh, find uh, abundant information online about this. So I will not talk about uh, a lot of detail here. But for your better information, I can explain the initiative to you based on my own understanding. Well, this is a policy pro uh, proposed by our uh, President Xi Jinping, who is dedicated to bringing more prosperity to China's economy through the promotion of this initiative. Uh, so what is it? You must know the ancient China's Silk Road, right? Um, that is the ancient route of trade from China through many Asian countries to the Europe, like the Great Britain, the UK, uh, which actually brought greater prosperity to ancient China and uh, relevant nations. Without this Silk Road, actually, you would not have had such good things as black tea, yeah, silk, China's, and many other good stuffs. And the current BNR initiative is just like an upgrade or renovation of this ancient Silk Road. Yeah, based on the historic road, there is an expansion of the areas of the nations involved nowadays. There are more than 50 countries, among which Australia is a very important one. And now uh, let's come to the construction part. Yeah, for the purpose of promoting the connectivity between China and all these countries along the road, both land-based and seagoing route, billions and billions worth of projects of infrastructure construction are involved, like uh, railroads, highways, air routes, oil and gas exploration, ports, and so on. So isn't it a good opportunity for us construction lawyers? 
So, Mindy, it's quite interesting uh, to us in Australia um, to learn about how uh, China has so much diversity. And do you find for participants in construction projects in China, they might be experiencing different laws or different contracts depending on where the project is located and who is sponsoring the project? Uh, actually, in China, we have uh, one single uh, legal, uh, I mean, jurisdiction. Actually, uh, we have the we we should follow the same law. I mean, laws involved like construction law, like uh, the tendering and the bidding law, like the contract law, like the uh, general provisions of civil law, and. Uh, together with some uh, judicial interpretations and uh, local decrees, things like that. Mindy, China is a sophisticated and rapidly developing country. How can Australian companies improve their chances of doing business successfully with Chinese companies? Um, actually, uh, it is not about which country comes into China to make the investment. Any investment that is popular in China is dependent on whether it can, uh, say, be high high tech. Uh, something can be helpful for the improvement of society. Anything like that is welcome. Not only, uh, it's not about whether it is you are from Australia or that he is from America, but anything good is acceptable. Yeah, welcome. That's fantastic. So it sounds like um, China is very open to um, overseas investment um, and participation in its construction projects. Is is there anything that um, overseas investors in China should be aware of about uh, the business practices being different, for example, relationships and the importance of relationships in China? In China, uh, first of all, we uh, adopt the rule of law. Everything I mean, in the construction industry, if you need to do a project there, it is, of course, you should follow the law. But anyway, China is still, I mean, culturally speaking, China is a relation society. Mm -hmm. So if you really know this guy, uh, I mean, uh, you have a close relationship. I mean, in any society, maybe things are quite like that. Mm -hmm. Things can go more convenient, but it's not to say, okay, you can just uh, go beyond the law. Of course, within the legal framework, it is more convenient to, I mean, to improve the efficiency. And it sounds like that communication is very important. Uh, I've heard that in China, uh, WeChat is quite a popular platform for communication in business. Could you please tell us a little bit about that? Well, WeChat actually is a very popular uh, communication tool, widely used in China. Actually, nowadays uh, you cannot send if if you cannot share. Uh, I mean, you may not choose to send your message, but you will always use the WeChat because. Uh, it's really convenient. You can chat on WeChat. You can have a meeting face-to-face -face on WeChat. And you can send uh, document files on WeChat. It's better, even better than a laptop because you cannot always take a laptop uh, uh, 24 hours with you, but you can take an, a cell phone. With the cell phone, you can use the, the WeChat. And one more thing. Uh, nowadays, I mean, uh, legally... If uh, you have uh, a legal dispute 
and uh, you have some WeChat uh, communication record there. That record can be admissible uh, in court as a, as evidence. Thank you so much, Mindy, um, for your interesting insights. And um, no doubt China is and continues to be a very important part of Australia's future in terms of the construction industry and more widely. So thank you for your time. And it's been really a pleasure spending two weeks with you in Causes Construction team. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We spoke with Mindy about Chinese investment more broadly as part of the Belt and Road Initiative. This has seen unprecedented investment in infrastructure, including ports, rails, bridges, oil and gas pipelines and roads within China, across Europe and Asia and through the Indo-Pacific. So far, Australia hasn't joined the 70-odd countries, including New Zealand, who have signed a Memorandum of Understanding to join the initiative. However, given the trillions of dollars worth of infrastructure funding needed in Asia-Pac over the next few decades, we might see this change. If you'd like to get in touch with Mindy for Chinese legal advice, please contact a member of the team here at Cause. This podcast is for reference purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. You should always obtain legal advice about your specific circumstances.